Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today, we will be discussing the Pluck.tv story and creator economy with Damzeel Hussein, CEO and founder of Pluck.tv. He has over a decade of experience giving room to youth-led virtual narratives and is now building storytelling and technology solutions for the age of the creator economy. Having trained more than 100,000 people on mobile storytelling and social media, his platform, Pluck.tv today has over 31,000 storytellers, is present in over 16 cities, has published over 6,000 stories, is available in 5 languages, and reaches over 500 million people worldwide. He has worked extensively to drive citizen solutions during various humanitarian crises in COVID-19. He has previously worked with organizations like Change.org, Oxfam India. Damzeel has also founded award-winning platforms like Let Me Breathe.in, India's largest climate change and sustainability stories platform, and SocialSaheeli.com, powering India's rural women entrepreneurs. Let's listen to Damzeel. It's, it's fabulous. 48 amazing folks have come here and uh, spoke about their journey, inspired all of us. So today I have 49 awesome individual who has joined me today. So I'm super excited for today's episode because this person, uh, I think is very, 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 very young. Uh, he has done so much in his short life so far. So it's, it's my pleasure to introduce Tanzil Hussain. He's the founder and CEO of Pluck.tv. I don't know whether I'm saying it correct. It's people like you create. So I will hear the right pronunciation from him. He has over a decade of experience giving room to youth-led virtual narratives and is now building storytelling and technology solutions for the age of the creator economy. So if, if, if pandemic, this pandemic has taught us something, it's that content creators, we are all content creators. We are creating all the time. I love content. I love creating content. So this conversation is going to be amazing. He has already trained more than a lakh people on mobile storytelling and social media. His platform today has over 31,200 plus storytellers. That's mind blowing if you ask me. And is present in over 16 cities and has published over 6,000 plus stories, is available in five languages and reaches over, pay attention to this, reaches over 500 million people worldwide. He has worked extensively to drive citizen solutions during various humanitarian crises and COVID-19. He has previously worked with organizations like Change.org, Oxfam India. How cool is that, right? You can also find his stories published in CNN International, Guardian and Channel News Asia. He's a member of the working group of National Platform on Vaccine Confidence and the Inter-Citizen Council of the Billion Second Institute. And... This is not his only work. He has founded several award-winning platforms like LetMeBreathe.in, India's largest climate change and sustainability stories platform, and SocialSaheli.com, powering India's rural women entrepreneurs. So I am super excited. I don't know about you, but I let me bring him on. Uh, hey, Tom. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? 
I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. I was having a very interesting conversation coming uh, right before this with another entrepreneur friend of mine in Maharashtra. And it was very interesting. Very I think nice. we were talking about how do you do a personal and professional life balance and what are the tricks to it? So it was exciting. Yeah. But great right, to be right. here. Thank you so much for the introduction. First of all, thank you so much for calling me young. Uh, <laughs> I just love <laughs> I can definitely be honest, the startup journey for the last three and a half years, three years and eight months has made me old for sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. Fantastic. I'm so happy you're here and thank you so much for uh, you know, agreeing to do this. And uh, you know, just to just to give a background, you know, uh, SMB Talks is something which I started last year when the pandemic kicked in. And uh, my sole purpose was to bring on people like you, uh, you know, so that you can share your journey. And a lot of people were going through a lot of tough times. And I wanted to bring some kind of inspiration for them. You know, they can, they can, uh, you know, get, hear your stories, take something out of it and do something, uh, you know, keep to keep going, taking one day at a time, you know, so that's the whole purpose of this. So what I've done is I've curated a set of questions for you. Uh, it will be about creator economy. Uh, am, I, am I saying it correct? Is it plug.tv? Yes, it's plug.tv. I just want to say people oh. like us. Uh, so the thinking about it was how can you build an inclusive community of exclusive creators? So that's absolutely, where people like absolutely. us. Thank God I didn't embarrass myself. I said it right the, the right <laughs> way. Right. So plug.tv, I will have questions about your past works, your other platforms, other initiatives about you. Basically, uh, we will end it with that. So if you're ready, we can start. Yes, whenever you're ready, Vivek. And thank you so much All for right. having me here. Yeah. All right. So my first question, why I found you very interesting is, you know, if I look at your entire uh, profile or your journey, it has an element of storytelling weaved into it whatever role you are doing, whatever thing, whatever projects you have done, it has an element of storytelling. So how did this passion for stories originate or where did it come from? So I think the beginning of it was very interesting. I used to travel with my dad a lot as a child, right? Everywhere, be it like smaller villages in Himachal to like uh, cities in other parts of the country as I grew older. I think he had a rule if you're 18, then only you can travel outside the country. Before that, it's within the country. And I realized that more than school, more than college, more than anything else, the only thing that used to inspire me was listening to people's stories. And it translated into sitting at cafes, sitting at small uh, places where people are cooking. Imagine being in a village and you're actually talking to the Sarpanch of the village who owns a restaurant. And it's this beautiful moment where, which tells you what the village is going through and what the stories really are. And it really tells you about various things about life. And that's where I started, sitting at airports, sitting at cafes, sitting at various things, talking to all kinds of people and absorbing their stories. And it really influenced and changed my path, right? Like, I remember I, one of the biggest influences that I ever had was that I was in Oroville. I don't know if you know about that place. Oroville yes, is a yes, place in yes. Pondicherry. And I was staying there for about a year and a half. And it was fascinating, right? At that point, I was this typical uh, Delhi urban boy, right? Who went to Oroville <laughs> to understand sustainability. And it was just nothing but stories, how how Oroville is a man-made forest and how everything converted to sustainability and how it's brewing some of the most iconic architecture, art things across the world. And that really changed my trajectory in life, like my thinking and everything. And hence we are here. I mean, I think three and a half, like I think three and a half years ago, we were in a landfill uh, where Plug started. So, yeah. Right. 
right uh, oroville has a special magic to it anyways you know it has it is it is kind of you know uh, india's own burning man or something like that you know so it has yeah. got the touch, touch of art and lot of interesting folks meditation going on and stuff like that i love oroville by the way all right and also so even some yeah, amazing startups yeah like some of the best startups are there i think some of the most innovative startups built in the middle oh. like that whole land was barren right and then people right. built forests over there to survive ஒருத்தர்ட்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ர
right? Wow. That's the biggest thing for farmer, right? You know, like an organic farmer is someone who's economically more stable and more and more farmers want to get into it. And since then, we've trained doctors, storytellers, filmmakers, um, even actors, and even so many other people who just want to learn storytelling, about 100,000 of them, out of which we selected about 31,200 creators who use our platform and form communities right. on their own. It's been this beautiful experience. Uh, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Share, I remember I was at the Kum for we were at the Kum for about a month, where the goal was to see if we can train young people who are at the Kum to see if they can use visual storytelling to save children. Um, and this is with was with Mr. Kalash uh, Satyarthi while we we're doing this and see right. how they can support the efforts of saving children at the Kum. And it was mind blowing, right? About three, about 160 people total made about 400 videos in 30 days. It became so iconic that people were noticing their videos on Twitter, on Facebook, on various profiles, and they were able to say that, oh, you are the one who's saving children, right? I found this child who was drugged at the comb. Please help him, take him to the police and save him. And, and it actually saved lives. It actually changed behaviors. And we soon saw all the brands who were at the comb, they had their stalls. They all started focusing on saving children versus all the other branding issues that they were doing. So it was very, I mean, these are impacts that we saw across the country and it's been amazing to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Stories have its, its special power to move people, uh, move masses to get get something done. You know, stories have that. I'm, I'm so glad that you are, there are people like you who are driving this kind of initiatives. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. You just mentioned the whole thing in hardly five minutes. But I can only imagine the kind of effort that would have gone into that, you, your team, et cetera, et cetera. But my hats off, hats off to that, uh, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy effort, actually. Thank you so All much, right. Vivek. And technology, we were able to reduce that effort by about 70% when we launched the platform about a year back. Now, so many things are automated where we don't have to travel across the country to do this. So it's been a right. great experience that way, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you just touched upon creator economy, right? So you are a big proponent of creator economy. Uh, my, it's a two part question. One, number one, why is that? Why do you, why are you a big fan of creator economy? And where do you think, you know, because you are in the middle of all these things, where do you think the creator economy is headed towards? See, it's very interesting. Uh, Creator economy as a term has only become popular in the last two years. In US, about much earlier, but like in other countries, just just the last two years, especially in the pandemic, where more and more people started becoming creators. Where did right. it all really start, right? First, we were told that there's a social media platform like Facebook, where you can share your status messages and you can put up your pictures. Then we were told that more and more tools will be added to this. There's a video platform called YouTube, where you can upload your video to a point where it became so comfortable for users to use their phones as soon as more and more people started owning mobile phones to start making videos and start building right. their own communities online, right? And just when that was happening, the amount of algorithms and the amount of changes that various social media platforms is, are having, it gave birth to something called creator economy, right? Where a right. lot of creators are monetizing whatever they're doing. I mean, just think of it. If you're on Instagram and you have more than 1 million followers, you first have to know how to make an image post. Then you have to know how to make a 10-minute video, story format, now reels, which is like a very, right. very popular thing. And slowly, right. soon, it keeps increasing, and it all ba is based on their algorithms, right? 
and creator right. economy is beautiful space where i mean i think there are about 50 million creators across the world right now out of the 50 million people only 24000 to 25000 people actually get benefits of the creator economy when i say right. benefits they earn a lot of money because they have a huge following they're earning through ads they're earning through brand sponsorships and the rest of them are still trying to get that pool of money and it's this beautiful right. situation between about 50 million people who actually call themselves creators, like you mentioned before we were starting the podcast, right? And right. that's what drove me, right? What happens to the mid-level and nano-level creators, the rest of the, like, you know, there's 1% is how we call it. 25,000 people are the 1%. The rest of the people who are really struggling to do it. A lot of creators right. who come to TV, for example, have tried their hand on YouTube for about six to nine months. They weren't able to build a community. It was very difficult to get audiences. The algorithm kept changing. And it's, it's a very tier system, right? You get favored for it. Right. So when we started right. Plug TV, the kind of audience that we had, we really wanted everybody to get opportunities, regardless of the algorithm, regardless of your following. If you have a talent of telling stories, you should be able to do this. Going forward, I think when we look at it, US is already seeing it. There are about more than 40, 50 companies which have actually come up in the last two years to only service the 1% of creators or like slowly now, increasing their uh, reach to all these other creators and the reason is because now creators are going through a behavior where once they've actually got the fame once they've actually gotten everything they want to move their community to monetization when you look at right. platforms like patreon when you look at all these things it's clearly based on exclusive content that can actually help you monetize you have shop right. commerce which is up everything is catered towards if you're the great creator online how can you earn more revenue and how can right. you fund yourself to go forward? And if you look at the numbers, mid-level and nano creators in India, if they're really good, they're able to earn about forty-five to 50000 a month. Bigger people, it goes into lakhs. And when right. I started Plug, only the 1% was earning like lakhs and lakhs of rupees and the rest of them were never, never even into it, which is where right. we're trying to bridge the gap to make sure that more and more creators can earn revenue because if they're talented, they understand that they're great creators and they're able to earn revenue through various techniques that they can use. In absolutely, terms. absolutely. Going right. forward, I think right now, India's at a discovery phase, right? Where all the platforms are focusing on content discovery more than monetization. And the monetization journey for India has just started. Where we're right. moving towards a phase where social media platforms will just be marketing platforms, right? And right. creators will not have their own platforms or their own communities where they can base it and earn revenue out of it or their own brand relationships. It's a very interesting right. time we're in as a country because we can dominate it across the world. Right, absolutely. Because uh, just you know, when you mentioned, I realized that I've come across so many platforms that are uh, helping creators monetize their content by gating it, etc., etc. Even if it is written content or video content or whatever it is, fantastic. All right, so you know, content creators have risen up from across the globe during the pandemic, especially. So what do you think are their prospects in the future? You know, by them, I mean the people, uh, the couple who is on Instagram Reels, imitating old Hindi songs and thing, you know, people who are imitating old Hindi dialogues or, you know, that, that guy who is having almost like 102K followers just acting on songs. So what, what are their future prospects according to you? So I think when I look at the creator economy, there's so many different types of creators, right? You have creators who are who, who are mainly creating premium content, right? For example, right. creators who are on YouTube, these are creators who get picked up by OTT platforms. These are creators who have a loyal 
fan following for like the little longer form videos, which people right. really want to engage. The right. latest trend, which actually TikTok introduced across the world, and if you look at US is completely transforming the market, is the real creators, right? And the right. real trend is really based that there will be a hashtag, there will be a trend which you need to follow and imitate people to do it. I don't right. consider this in a premium content selection, right? It is a great way to get new audiences because the algorithm is pushing it. In right. my opinion, creators who've been creating premium content are the ones who are going to face the test of time. And YouTube is a classic example, right? Creators right. who've been creating on YouTube are some of the most premium creators because they're creating long form content. They're creating content which is engaging new types of users. And when you look at the real type of content, it is really popular right now. And it's really occupied, I think, the highest view time that you see globally. Going forward, when we look at it in a year or two, and especially when creator economy has taken shape properly, where more and more right. creators are shipped so many people onto their platforms, onto their communities, all these mediums will just become uh, a marketing angle, right? Like you're able to need, reach either new users or it's a great revenue option for you. So right. in a nutshell, I think we're entering towards this beautiful moment where the world will realize the real power of premium content, right? Absolutely. absolutely. The best of time. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. All right. So now let's, uh, you know, we know that there are a lot of content creators coming up and we all like to scroll through reels or when TikTok was there through TikTok and just get entertained in half an hour's time. It's like an endless pit. You can keep going on, <laughs> keep scrolling up. And But there is a lot of pain for the people who are creating. You know, we just consume it as a, as a consumer because it is freely available. But there are a lot of challenges these content creators face. So being a content creator yourself, what are some of these major challenges faced by creators? I think one of the biggest things is create a burnout, like you mentioned, right? The amount of platforms that you need to put your content on because there's so many new opportunities. Even when you look at it as a country in India, you have Moj, you have Chat, you have Josh, such amazing apps which have come up, which help you connect to your audiences in a new form. And there's so right. many new new apps coming up. I think creative burnout is something which is the biggest, biggest challenge that people are finding because they're trying to do everything. As a creator, right. if you figure out what type of creator you're, uh, you are and focus in that area. And I think that's the biggest thing that people don't realize. That because if reels are popular, doesn't mean I have to only create reels, right? Which means if I'm good at creating a different type of content, I would rather want to focus on that. And that's something that people need to know. And this is what leads me to one of the most important questions which are going to pop up is authenticity. How authentic right. are you as a creator? And which is what I feel like reels and all these things, they're based on trends, right? They're replicating various things. But if you're an authentic creator, you will be able to really, really overcome a lot of these challenges, which is your burnout, which is basically lack of authenticity of content because you're literally seeing what all content I can create, which is going to go popular. And these are right. two things which I think could really overcome, which would help a lot of creators overcome. And third, which we really work with our creators a lot is new skills. The first skill is how comfortable you are in front of the phone camera or the camera and to how well you can communicate. And these are skills, if you've seen the generation after us, Vivek, they're such amazing communicators and storytellers, right? Right. And right. during the pandemic, we also saw some transformational things where we saw doctors becoming some of the most powerful storytellers, right? right. Which we couldn't imagine earlier. And now they're such powerful storytellers. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I remember uh, a MBBS boy and girl, they're junior doctors in one of the uh, Kerala's 
medical college they did a rasputin dance and now they are celebrities in kerala you know exactly. they, like it's, huge. they <laughs> it's huge you know you, anything can happen with content creation you never know what is going to happen so keep creating that's all we can say right yeah. so next question it's it's a bit of a philosophical question and you are the right person to answer that so i wanted to include this question can storytelling bring in real social change and behavioral shifts if the answer is yes how vivek that is such a beautiful question and i think it, it is a very important question so let's see how storytelling influences change right first like you mentioned stories tell you a lot of things and when we look at creators telling stories they either inspired by a creator or they really desperate to tell their story right these are two things that creators really go through the first sign of behavior change that storytelling actually gives is is people wanting to tell consistent stories and improve themselves if you go back about five years ago when i made my first video i looked so stupid in it right i was the worst <laughs> person occupying the camera and now like anchoring documentaries and all those things you go through this journey where you really realize what kind of a public speaker you are and how well you want to communicate and i think that's one of the biggest things that we've seen behavior change but if i give you an example from our community let me breathe <coughs> we saw this beautiful moment when uh, there was this moment when prime minister modi had almost said that we're going to ban plastic i don't know if you remember that but the whole yeah. country was excited there were a lot of anxiety going into various people people were seeing what alternatives could be on plastic and i remember some of our creators who got together and created some amazing stories around it engaged so many people who had no idea about sustainability who had no idea about environmental damage the first thing they did after getting inspired by watching their stories was actually commenting and writing and replying to them saying you know i have stopped using plastic bag to a point where now they understand complex issues of renewable energy and i think when it talk about social change when we talk about behavior change one of the biggest things that comes to my mind is a 17 year old creator vivek you'll be shocked to hear a story okay we found him and in fact i found him on twitter where every day he was tweeting at burger king right simply at burger king saying that burger king stop using plastic straw and uh, lids on your thing you need to stop wow. using single use it was the third day burger king wasn't responding it was the third day when he did the story with let me breathe but he's still saying i nobody's joining me in the protest but i'm going to come alone so that you stop doing plastic this beautiful moment <laughs> where burger king actually replied to him saying right. we've actually stopped using plastic and when you go to burger king india now you don't see plastic there it's because of a 17 year old child who actually wow. told this amazing story right and it influences right. change of transformation like especially if your story is unbiased if your story is authentic and if it's really talking showing action if you're just right. talking not showing action people are like okay great it's a great learning if you're a right. nobody if you if you're just an upcoming creator and you're actually telling people how to do this it's beautiful and i think when you talk right. about behavior change it transforms behaviors across levels it's a slow process but it right. really really positive change for longer term when you look at uh, rural women entrepreneurs right how right. they are using storytelling to sell their products outside their villages they've been i mean right. i think pandemic has been the biggest success story for self help groups in india right for some right. self help groups in india who have actually increased their business models diverted it changed how they do supply chain just by actually getting inspired by stories and telling stories and they've been able to increase their business profits right it's when you talk about social change when you talk about behavior change it goes through various levels 
Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think you the two keywords are patience and authenticity. You need to have patience uh, to you have you always have to know that this is a long term game. You know, you cannot be a creator on Monday and expect monetizing it by Wednesday or Friday. You have to <laughs> you have to keep creating, you have to keep slogging till you figure out your niche, your community, and you know, messages resonating with them. And second thing is authenticity. Authentic stories always connects, always bring in results faster. So yeah, very good, amazing answer there, right? Okay, now let's come to people like us create dot tv you know i i loved it uh i checked it out thoroughly uh i i'm thinking about what to do with it uh to be honest so you know talk about how did this amazing concept originate what what was the what was the thing triggered so we we were born at a time when the story format was become very popular right and right. we're big fans of Snapchat. We're big fans of all these things. At a time when Snapchat wasn't popular in India, we used to experiment with Snapchat because they had this amazing camera tool, which used to allow you to shoot really easily, right? As compared right. to any other app, Instagram also. And uh, right. I think Plug TV as a platform was launched about a year and two months ago because it was getting to, when we enable creators, we support them in production. We support them in producing their first show, right? And the right. space we saw was there were two kinds of spaces getting really popular, right? You had these social media platforms and the short video platforms which were booming. And the second were OTT platforms, right? And right. and there's a vast difference, right? If you want to put up a video on YouTube, you can easily put it up. If you want to make an Instagram right. story, you can easily do it. If you want to make a highly produced show, it takes you about a year and a half to see how you can engage. If you know someone on Netflix, a great production house, if you have a good story, it's this long process. And there's a right. gap between Netflix and Instagram, which is where we wanted right. to launch Puck TV. So there are two ends to the platform. First is premium content. You see a lot of show formats. You see shows made by the most unbelievable people, uh, ranging from a minimum of three episodes to a maximum of about 35 episodes uh, with various seasons going forward. Uh, some stories are connected. Some stories are individual. And what we really wanted to see was how anyone and everyone is able to create premium content and really, really consistently created. So the second end of the platform is basically how a user can convert into a creator where they can take a lot of courses, they can launch their own shop, they can find more monetization opportunities, more gigs. It's pretty simple when it comes to that, right? We want to really right. open up a backend which helps people produce a show. If you go to an OTT platform with, for a highly produced show, it takes you a long time. On Pluck TV, you can actually launch your own show in two weeks. And that's pretty much where we're heading towards, right? As compared. Uh, to where we want to be. We're not dependent on right. social media platforms. We want a genre which really helps people connect with premium stories. And these stories travel longer and across all platforms. In a nutshell, right. that's pretty much what Black TV is, right? Anyone can become Fantastic. a creator and launch the show. And monetize right, it. Right. right. It will be, it will be uh, in a way, when I'm th th hearing what you're saying, I feel that you are making somebody's dream come true. You know, I know folks... I know folks who would love to see something, their creativity come in taking a shape, you know. It's really tough for a lot of people. With platforms like Pluck TV, I think it's becoming possible. So it's it's like a lot of dreams coming true for them. I think Vivek, when you see our team, we're just a team right? of underdog. Like we started off with two people about three years and eight months ago, running around, doing stories, convincing people about the concept. Uh, in fact, where I'm sitting, uh, we started the company in a cafe right next to it. Right, three and a half years ago, we were very lucky to actually have an office 
uh, right next to the cafe where we started there. That's that's a story uh, which we tell. But when we talk about the journey that we went through as a team, and there are about 14 of us now, most of us are underdogs. <laughs> we know the need that a creator needs. And I think everything that we do is really passionate about how much can we enable more creators who are credible, authentic, and really change the way storytelling is done. And we, I mean, it's, I'd love to invite you to our office one day and you should come and see. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It will be my pleasure. And uh, trust me, trust me when I say that, uh, say this, Thamsil, underdogs, I'm a huge fan of underdogs. Underdogs are rock stars. <laughs> you know, it's this big shots, all those guys irritate, bore me, but underdogs, I love them. You know, always be an underdog. It will be good for you. All right. So I'll, next thing. Yeah. Previous episode. I was beautiful, yeah. right? And I, I think it was with, with Dr. Anirudh, I think, or Mr. Anirudh, right? And it's this beautiful yeah. term he used, which is frugal innovation and why he goes after things like yeah. this. And it's such a beautiful episode. And I, I couldn't stop right. watching it. And it actually <laughs> talks about underdog heroes, right? In the underlying yeah. thing. Absolutely. Dr. Anil, uh, Dr. Balpani is, it's, it's a, he's one of a kind, you know, the way he talks. Yeah. He's not, he's again, he's again, the, right now you said underdog, he's like that. He wants to <laughs> support underdogs. You know, he, he doesn't want the, the big players, the unicorns. He wants underdogs. He nurtures them. He supports them. So that's what we need. People who support underdogs. Right. All right. Yeah. So my next question here is, you know, with platforms like Pluck, now content creators have amazing avenues to monetize. So what kind of impact has Pluck been able to deliver so far? So, I mean, beyond enabling uh, 100,000 creators and like enabling 31,200 to create with us constantly, uh, we've been able to get a lot of shows out there, help creators who right. never imagined how they would monetize, help them sustain a life without even wanting to get a job because they can do what they want to do and be passionate about what they're doing. Beyond this, I right. think when you look at the story, uh, which is made by Pluck, I think the amount of credibility we've established and the amount of positive change that stories have created, be it people quitting plastic to women entrepreneurs for the first time telling stories, uh, to reaching out to millions and millions of people uh, and building an ecosystem where when you think of becoming creator, you don't really need to think, oh, wow, I need to spend six months to build my community and stuff. You can actually think, I have a story. I'm going to use this platform and I want to get my show up. And it's this thinking right. where you believe, right? And, and I was telling you earlier, so many creators who come to us, they've struggled with YouTube. They've struggled with various platforms. Even if they've reached a certain stage on platforms like Facebook, they haven't been able to earn a revenue and they've given up on their dream of being a beautiful storyteller. So I think when, I, when we look at it, I think the biggest impact is that. And the second is the types of story formats we do. And it's, it's I think, unique how people are building up, They're experimenting into newer formats now, which is AR-driven storytelling to dramatic storytelling and, and really catered to cheap smartphones. So I think that's pretty much one of the biggest impacts. Imagine if you can get your show tomorrow, right? And there's a whole team that helps you do that. And now you have a platform where you can even create your own show. So that way it's been like huge. And when it comes right, to numbers, right. I think uh, I think scaling and really scaling the last four years from what we were to really seeing this happen as a concept has been a beautiful, beautiful journey. Right, right. You know, why, uh, why I think you are awesome is if I was in your place, I would have just spoken half an hour about I my platform reaches 500 million people every month or whatever it is. You know, I would have spoken <laughs> half an hour about it. 
you just mentioned it in one sentence and finished it you know that's why that's why it's you, you are amazing you know so my I next question 500 million part we already discussed <laughs> the 500 million part right yeah right, right so let's 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 do some bragging for a moment okay let's brag about pluck for a moment give me some numbers you are super proud of when it comes to pluck's achievements i think uh really seeing about 6500 plus stories come alive out of nothing has been this beautiful moment where these stories have stayed longer on the internet and a lot of stories that you see on pluck keep going viral over and over again i think the first big moment when we realized that I'm going to give an example, right? And right. there's a story with where we saw where we were following a few people who were planting a meyabaki forest, right? Which is basically saying that you can have your own forest in the backyard, and that that story went viral on, on all platforms. At that point in time, we didn't have Plug TV as a platform, but we had a community of creators, right? And right. it was beautiful to see that the virality of the story was influencing people to get a lot of plants and trees and lights and forests in their own backyards. right and right. that's when we realized like the way we do stories it really inspires people to be able to get a lot of action out of them and when we talk about i think uh, just in the last year and a half um our stories have gained millions and millions of views across all platforms right which means that when you see a pluck community on snapchat when you see a pluck community on shatchat it's really bringing a lot of people who are like minded together onto those communities and then hence converting them into pluck tv as creators so When you look at it, I think 500 million is this beautiful number that we have. Um, one of the proudest things that I feel when I look at it are we had a creator community of doctors of about 1,200 people before the pandemic hit. We had this model, right? We love to train communities, and by our luck or by our fortune, you can say that we were training a lot of them were vaccine specialists, right? A lot of them wow. were uh, diseases specialists. So when the pandemic hit, everybody was. There was so much of misinformation. There was so much of information going out of there, and when you right. know you work scientists and doctors, they're very hesitant about communicating themselves because the way they speak, it's it's very data-driven, very different kind of language, and very few people understand it. But when the pandemic right. hit in the first and second wave, we saw about fifty of them influencing the national narrative, and these are doctors who gain credibility by actually sharing what a vaccine center looks like, fight information, fight violence against doctors, all through stories. So right. we have a lot of these little little stories like this. Um, when it comes to out of the 500 million views, out of the 31,200 creators, each and every creator community has a story like this. The Social Sahelis is a group of self-help group like entrepreneurs who are creators, right? Right. Beyond just business owners. When you look at Let Me Breathe, which is more than like 15,000 creators have come together. These are like chefs. These are like entrepreneurs. These are like activists. These are people who talk about sustainability. and they will be able to influence so many positive things so these are the kind of stories you will see when when i talk about the positive impacts of it and when we talk about the reach and i think the goal that we have for this year is we want to close the year at about 100000 creators who can really really bring about things and i think the latest we've seen is that there's a lot of interest developing from mid level and nano level creators in africa in southeast asia where they want to use pluck as a platform we able to launch our own shows and i don't know if you know about it but nigeria even before netflix was there they actually formed their own ott platform there's so many independent oh, creators out there it's a very different world, world all out there right and <laughs> i think it's going to be to see how it grows yeah absolutely absolutely you know i wanted to do a twitter space with doctors 
because of the misinformation which was flowing when the covid second wave was going on but i couldn't do it i had the doctors ready but uh, due to their busy schedules crazy timings we couldn't do it i'm happy that you were able to do that all right so i know that there are lots of creators benefiting from the platform but from you i want to hear two or three success stories that makes pluck an awesome platform so i'll start with the first one um satyam uh, who's now conducting his who started his own courses on pluck to build a create a community of his own in his village um satyam did the first story with us uh, he's from patna and during the first lockdown he did this first story where we wanted to highlight at that point in time i think the first way which we remember doctors were really dominating the conversation the people who were frontline workers one the sanitation workers we asha workers uh, be people really on the front lines he started covering them during the lockdown through his network through connecting this thing and he built an award winning show called, uh, where, where pluck tv won the vanan prapa uh, where he was able to build that episode and actually sustain himself throughout the both the lockdowns on just simply creating episodes on pluck tv they earned quite a lot of money by just creating these episodes and won an award uh, the second is obviously i think when i look at the doctors is such an inspirational thing because you're not just creating premium content the doctors were creating content which was helping people to install oxygen cylinders in their house doctors were creating content of actually talking about how you can treat yourself and this is for the first time you would see this happening and the doctor creators that pluck has it is just inspirational and i think there's so many that i can't name them but out of the 1200 if 50 of them were dominating a national conversation the rest of them were really volunteering to fight misinformation to give credible nice. information to and i think uh, when i talk about aditya dubey is already one story i've told you but i can give go for another one uh, archana who's a rural women entrepreneur uh, belongs to up at a time when up is really supporting self help groups Uh, but Ajna wanted to learn how to make reels, for example, or how to make these amazing stories to talk about her achar business, right? Right. And recently, she distributed products to actors like Dia Mirza, to a lot of influencers in Delhi, and she was able to do that through social media. But that's not interesting, right? The interesting part is, through stories, Ajna was able to increase twenty percent of demand across India for her product, and earlier she'd only sold it in a village. This is amazing. Economy, right? Like you see this where through stories you are increasing your business demand instead of Absolutely. building a community and relying on that. You are just making stories which are traveling across platforms, and you're getting more demand for your products. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely magical, magical. That is the right <laughs> word. Right. So now uh, enough with Plug TV. I want to speak about Thamseel for a moment. right so you have this is not your only baby you have multiple other babies also so uh, one of those babies is called let me breathe you know that's that's uh, one one which caught my attention so i would like to hear a little bit about this amazing initiative which is a need of the hour if you ask me uh, so let, can you can you share some details on that so uh, we started let me breathe about 3 years ago um when delhi's air pollution was peak right when we were tasting air pollution for the first time right you could actually right. taste mercury and all those things in your mouth and you can know you right. can't breathe right for the first time right. we realized that living in a home you can't breathe and when we launched let me breathe there were about two three of us who were just making sure people tell stories which are data driven because everybody is like i don't know what to do i don't know what to right. do with this app and we started right. the community very small um 
three years later, uh, Let Me Breathe has about 15,000 plus creators who actually tell stories regularly. Beyond just telling stories, wow. it partners with UNEP, it partners with World Bank. It has had some of the biggest decision makers. I think you had Mr. Prakash Javdekar who was on Let Me Breathe. You have, the, uh, you have a lot of, like you have Mr. Aditya Thakre who's used the platform to address it. Uh, we partner with Twitter, right, as an official platform for the environment thing. Um, and a lot of other credible partners have actually started doing it where the demand has organically grown for a platform like this. And the trick right. of it is that if you look at any environment story, it goes like this. The world is ending, we need to blame someone. And this right. platform is all about collective action, right? Where you can't right. blame someone, you need to do things on your own, right? right. If you have, feel like the world is ending, let's do something positive. And we've seen some amazing artists. If you just look at the chefs that we have, they tell you how to when you how to reuse peels, right? You see stories like this to people, ground reports on air pollution, to people doing amazing things with plastic. And now this community is just organically growing. It's like the most amazing platform when you look at it. And I think in about three days, we have Clean Air for Blue Skies Day, which is obviously like an amazing thing to see how air pollution has become like a mainstream thing. And beyond air right. pollution, it talks about climate change, plastic, sustainable fashion, sustainable food. A lot of innovators who come within this. And right, right now, the team is very excited about the Clean Air Blue Skies Day, uh, which right. is literally in three days, where the world is going to talk about blue skies and how collectively we can make sure that blue skies last longer. Uh, Absolutely. So we're excited about yeah. Right. right. It's, it's much easier to blame others than take ownership for what you can do, whatever small steps those are. I think these kind of platforms are really, really needed uh these days all right so next question is about you you know you have been associated with some amazing organizations like change oxfam etc how was that journey influenced your journey as a storyteller so when i joined change.org uh, i was the first person they hired in india right at that point in time online petitions in india people were like online petitions or it's just a signature campaign right what will that right. And as someone who's hired in India, like the goal was to see how people believe it as a tool for change and how they can mobilize people using a petition. And that's been an exciting journey, which is what I call like a purposeful way of doing business. Uh, we're a business after all. And Change.org as a platform was a purposeful way of doing business. And to see how it has grown as an online petition platform has been very instrumental. And I mean, Plug has a lot of learnings when it comes from the culture that change used to have about all the people coming together. Uh, it has really influenced that quite a bit about how you build an internal team culture, like how change has, especially a lot of people who are virtually connected globally, right? Um, right. And Oxfam really taught me one thing, which is inequality and how to fight it. And if you look at our creator economy narrative, we are really talking about the 99% and not the 1%, right? And right. the 1% of creators are already getting benefits out of it. And we are focusing on the larger chunk of 99%. So when you look at both these things, they've influenced the thinking of it. And a lot of like-minded people have come together to really engage with the platform like Pluck because they feel like it is a platform which is there for the longer haul. All these right. platforms really believe in not just quick change, right? It is about how you change a complete narrative for a very, right. very long time, right? right? So yeah, these two things have been very influential in understanding how everything works, right? Like how do you start something right. and take a break and it lasts longer? Absolutely, absolutely. That, that, thank God that you had these experiences because you are on an amazing journey. Keep, keep, keep hustling. All right. So my second last question before I leave you, uh, you know, my one another platform which you have is Social Saheli. So we cannot end this conversation without talking about that. So if you can share some insights on what is Social Saheli 
and uh, how has been the journey that will be great so Vivek, because you have an smb podcast and i'm so uh, i'm sure like i'm so happy that you talking about social sahili because there are like millions of self-help groups in india right and we've seen right. some instrumental success in it we saw like a very successful uh, self-help group in bihar and now we're seeing a lot of success coming in the up right and right. six months ago we started a project with a vision that's saying that if we can really connect these women entrepreneurs with mainstream right. women entrepreneurs and see what stories come out of it that's pretty much exactly how it started to see if we right. can go and enable them to become storytellers what impact they would have right and the right. role of Sahili was very simple that they build a platform they own a platform that they think that's their own and they use it to increase right. their business uh when we reached out it was the biggest challenge was to find 200 women who could actually start right. telling stories using their phone um, and really talk about the stories of their business so when you go to up and especially in districts these women run businesses in their houses right in their homes right so you, when you right. enter a home you see like a factory right which right. is just they talk about it in a very proud way this is my product and the goal was to see instead of really a lot of self-help group narratives are not heroic in nature so when right. you look at social dailies you actually see them very heroic in nature when they're telling their stories but let's talk right. about this in six months 200 sahelis out of them they use a whatsapp business account number to engage more sahelis we could only do 200 but there's a lineup of 5,000 social sahelis across india who want to become a social sahelis because it is wow. impact this businesses right and if you look right. at it it's really the economy model right everybody's going right. after self-help everybody's going after shop commerce and this is right. a shop commerce module where rural women entrepreneurs are able to sell outside their village by simply telling the story so when you look at it these sahelis are viral on instagram this these sahelis are viral on whatsapp but the most beautiful moment that i like about social sahili is when a self-help group woman calls us like a, an entrepreneur from a self-help group they go like a hi my social sahili bold you know and it's a beautiful <laughs> moment right right platform and right, the message right. is so many women that the first thing they say is my social sahili bold you don't say i belong to a self-help group like they say i'm a social right. sahili i want to know how right. to tell my story and this is my right. business and if you and one of the biggest things i think it might be useful is during the lockdown a lot of small businesses in some of the most rural areas shut down but these self-help groups because of the training and all those things they had at this last story that i'll share with you is in varanasi where a lot of silk weavers were not being able to get business because there were lesser weddings happening there were less right. people buying sarees they weren't able to weave and you had this soft story which was being told by a lot of weavers when we were there right but the self-help right. group women were there and one of the self-help groups we were working with the story that they said is we realized that sarees are not going to sell so they shifted their business into making masks and products for that and they were able to scale right. their business and buy new machines and get more women so to work on to that right and it's this beautiful moment when you notice entrepreneurs on ground changing things and pivoting to newer strategies finding new supply chains and i think the biggest learning which us as creators us as businessmen already know is they actually gain their customers trust by forming something with them they did partnerships which weren't just like allowing them to either sell to the government or sell to the village they did partnership right. with platforms like Gmart and now social sahili to be able to sell a larger audience where the customer can engage with the products that they're doing and i, I found right. these stories so inspiring as entrepreneurs and especially as startups who have shut down during the pandemic right to learn like right. pivoting is such a great exciting journey that you can actually have absolutely absolutely i'm, I'm just getting uh 
goosebumps hearing about it actually you know it's it's again as i mentioned earlier these are kind of things which change lives you know somebody having a small achar achar uh, you know unit in some village able to sell it to people sitting in delhi who love achar you know it's it, yeah. it can change their lives it can change lives of their family members that the society itself you know so you know like i have a, a message here think outside the box uh, right behind yes. me so it's 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 a think outside the box kind of idea right so you know before i leave you my final question which i ask every guest who comes here is because we are in midst of pandemic still how has covid-19 impacted tamseel as a person and how has it impacted uh, plug tv social saheli and all the other amazing work you do i think it's just, it's a beautiful question to sum up the conversation right and uh, right. before i came i was talking to another friend of mine about personal professional work life balance right and i think from mental health it was a big big challenge right during the first lockdown i lost my aunt who used to stay with us and she got covid so when it and we didn't know she had covid and she got very early covid and all of us felt right. like and at that time covid hadn't entered she was right. really weak and, and she got affected which because of complications of covid she died much later and that as a personal life it's been a very very intense mental health journey right and when right. it comes to and platforms i think from a business perspective it's been really um beneficial for us because we had so many people who were wanting to become creators we had so many people who wanted stories that they couldn't find uh, so that way it was really good for all three platforms and i think social saheli was born just two days before the pandemic struck india it grew during right. the pandemic let me breathe as a platform is talking about climate change so that people can come together to avoid the pandemic and we were right. able to tap into markets for plug tv i think it's been amazing i think we we were able to really engage with covid conversations and be at the front of it during the second right. lockdown i think 90% of the plug team like we team social saheli all were out everybody right. was out they were done with covid they were not they were all out i think that was the biggest challenge to see that we had scaled as an organization right. the team have fallen sick there was no way to really take on the work so that was a very interesting challenge to navigate uh, for us right. uh, but in a nutshell i mean i think we were able to really enter into new territories i think we're starting two new genres on plug tv which is finance and gaming and we're excited about this because we come from a very different background but we've right. been able to enable creators in the finance crypto nft world to gamers who are into this amazing gaming and we're very excited about this i think just right. give us time to experiment and learn a lot of new things i uh, built technology right. and exciting that way yeah right i'm i'm pretty optimistic about it because you know the the you you are a simple person with a very straightforward vision that can change and impact lives so i'm pretty sure success will be here sooner uh, than later and uh, stay in touch and uh, thank you so much i am super grateful to you uh, to taking one hour out of your time and you know coming on the show and i i'll speak to you soon thank you so much vivek really really nice all connecting right. with you and all right have a lovely all right uh, all right so that was tamseel uh, i i don't know about you but i enjoyed this conversation you know i love meeting people like him it's 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 a wonderful journey they are on you know and i don't know i'm trying to figure this out myself you know what drives folks like tamseel you know it's 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 he simply put his achievements in uh, one or two sentences 
but you i can only imagine even i cannot even imagine the kind of effort that goes into it right so that's that's why this show is here you know we want to understand what drives people like tamseel and all those other guests who have come on the show so i want all of you to stay safe covid is still here sanitize your hand wear your cup double mask triple mask i don't care stay safe and i'll see you all next week with another guest thank you so much thank you for listening to the thrifty marketer podcast for more exciting episodes like these please follow the thrifty marketer podcast today now available on google podcasts apple podcasts spotify and anchor see you next episode